Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, amazing and beautiful soul. That is who you are, you know. I hope you do know that. So today, I want to talk about how you know that you are in the flow. And by talking about the flow, I mean the flow of blessings and miracles and God winks and just really good stuff. So I feel that I'm in the flow most of the time. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I'm in the flow 24-7 because sometimes I, uh, you know, have a little something happen or trigger and it knocks me out of the flow for maybe a very short period of time because I, well, I, the thing is, once you start living in the flow, and I mean just the flow of being connected and being guided and knowing that everything's okay and living in the moment. And you'll realize very quickly when you are not in the flow. So let's talk about this. So being in the flow, I do several things every day to prepare myself, to get connected. I do things in the morning when I get up. I don't just get up rush around, brush my teeth, run down, get my coffee, sit there and think about what I have to do all day and then start checking emails. Now that's the old me. I used to do that. And all that that did was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It would delay me truly getting connected and starting my day that way instead of rushing and trying to get things done and figure things out. I just finally had that aha moment several years ago that, wow, if I get connected first and I take care of me and I take those few moments in the morning to really connect, to put my hopes and dreams out to the universe just for a few moments, to feel that they've already arrived and that I'm living in that moment, being grateful for the day, just all, you know, certain things that we do. And everyone has different things that they do. Tony Robbins has a ritual, not a ritual, but I'll say routine that he does every morning. Oprah Winfrey has her routine. Deepak Chopra has a routine. Deepak Chopra's is, <laughs> in my mind, is tough, but in his, I'm sure, is very easy. I think last I heard... Deepak Chopra gets up at 4 a.m. and meditates for two hours. And that's beautiful and amazing. And I say, hey, I always say, if that's part of my path, and someday. But I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so everyone, if, if you think about people who have become leaders and teachers and mentors, and we're not all meant to be that, that's okay. But people that have changed their life have turned it around. They have taken steps to do things differently. Now, that's one thing I wanted to talk about today. So when you're in the flow, it does not mean that nothing 
quote unquote bad ever happens. I don't even want to use that word because there's nothing bad that ever happens. It's our growth. We're growing. It's life. It's just things happen. But we will label it as good or bad. And that comes from childhood being some things being labeled as good or bad. That's just programming. It's just experience. We're just having an experience. So being in the flow, things still happen. For instance, my dog Daisy, several months ago, started becoming ill. And, you know, I would pray for healing and miracles and work on her myself. And, uh, you know, finally took her to the doctor. She has a very rare condition. I honestly cannot even pronounce the long name, but it is similar to Crohn's disease in humans. And her specialist, um, I drive an hour and a half to him. I have gone to this facility for the past 15 years. I took my last dog there. It's a beautiful healing space and miracles happen there. Um, so her specialist said in 30 years, this is only the second case that I have ever seen. He said, I have saved the first dog and I'm going to save Daisy. Now this is, you know, this conversation's going on after a hospital stay, which was a few thousand dollars, which we paid gladly and, and gratefully. And at moving forward, he told me, you know, her specialist said, this is not, you know, this, she has a chance and she can beat this and she can have good quality of life, but it is not going to be pretty or it may not be pretty for a little while. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now I could have gone to the space of holy shit. This is going to cost a lot of money because I knew that we were in for uh, a long haul or I could do what I did. And I told the angels, you take care of this. I said, I do not want to make any decisions based on money. I do not. I made it very clear. I had this conversation in the car with the angels going home that day. I said, I will not make any decisions based on money. So you take care of that part. I will base my decision on uh, quality of life. I want her to have a, a decent, you know, good life. If that goes, if it ever ends up to where she's not, then I would make a decision for her. But no decisions based on money. Okay. So I put that out there and I set the rules. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, so as she has been on this path to healing, she's had times of, I don't know, some might call it setbacks, but here's why I'm going to say it's not a setback because it was a universe telling me, we hear you, we are taking care of this. So here's an example of that. We're trying all different kinds of meds to get her stabilized, getting honestly with, with, with what she has, it's similar to Crohn's, it's just diarrhea all the time. So different medications to stop that because she's of course, losing all her nutrients and losing weight and very skinny. So medicine was working and then tried something else, adding something, and then here it comes again. She goes downhill, she stops taking her medicine, and I call the doctor and I'm saying, and I'm in tears. I mean, I am, I'm in tears. And I'm telling him, you know, she's, go, she's not taking her medicine. She's now going, I feel, you know, she's going backwards a little bit. And he says, you bring her down here to be with, he calls himself Uncle Ron. Bring her down to be with Uncle Ron. 
Uh, she's going to be in the hospital with me for a few days. And he goes, no charge to you. And I was like, he goes, just bring her down. This is on me. I'm going to take care of your baby. Okay, so I take her down. She has to stay overnight. So it was a really quick stay, actually. That stay was $1,800, free of charge. Now, number first wink there from the angel saying, we heard you and we're taking care of this. You will not make a decision based on money. Bring her home. She's better. She's better for a longer period of time, but we're trying, again, different medications to get her stabilized. And like Dr. Ron told me, it's going to take time, but we are going to get there. Now, this whole time, I've only envisioned her healed and well. I will not envision her any other way. She um, does well for a couple of weeks. Actually, does well longer this time. Then a little setback. Not a setback, though. I mean, that's the word. We're going to cancel, clear, delete that word. Another God wink. I'll put it that way. I love to say God winks. So called Dr. Ron or Uncle Ron, as he likes to be called. And I say, you know, she's really seems worse this time. He says, bring her down. Well, I'm going to back up. He actually said, okay, Jewel. He calls me Jewel. He says, you have a decision to make. So we can move forward. You bring her down to stay with Uncle Ron, and she's going to be here a while. She's going to be here about a week at least. Or we need to euthanize her. And I was like, oh. Again, he said, you know, he is offering his services, and he says free of charge. I'm not charging you a thing. If you want to bring her down to be with me, I'm going to get her through this. But if you can't watch her as she goes through this, if you can't, you know, see her on her down days, then we need to let her cross the Rainbow Bridge. And I'm just like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm in my car driving again. I do a lot of driving. Um, so I took her down. He said, I just need to know what you want to do. Either way is fine with me. So I said, I'm bringing her down and I'm admitting her. So he took her in because I said, if there's a, you know, if, if you feel like you can save her and, it, and it's not torturing her or putting her through too much, then I'm, well, I'll keep going. So she stayed there a week. And when I went to pick her up, he said, you know, this is the best she's been. And she was. Her numbers were good. Um, they're not where they need to be, but they were improving. She was actually heading in the, be in the right direction on all levels in her blood work. So... I get her, I walk out, they put the bill up on the countertop, and, and the woman's work, Susan is her name, she's working with other people, but she looks over at me and kind of just hands it to me and points down at the total, and it says zero. Zero dollars, and the um, total stay, you know, it has the total amount, and then the amount they wrote off, it was, uh, it was over $3,900. Once again, increasing my faith of course, that they are hearing me. I don't have to make a decision based on money. Daisy is also getting acupuncture on a weekly basis. I do pay for that. But while she was in the hospital, her acupuncture doctor, actually, which is a different doctor, came in and said, I want to give her one on, the, on me. <laughs> so you can't make this stuff up. So my dog so far has gotten a in an all total, I was totaling up the other day, it was between six and $7,000 so far of free care. And we're just in the beginning stages. And so being in the flow, it's not just asking for things or telling your team, your angels, your guides, hey, take care of this. It is knowing that they will. And then all you have to do is keep moving forward. And 
you know, Daisy's, you know, this, this whole thing with Daisy has really taught me to step my faith up. You know, sometimes things, if they're not going the way we think they should, it just means it's time to step up our faith. And she's teaching me this. Daisy's teaching me to step up my faith. So ways to stay in the flow. Watch your words. Your words are so powerful. Your thoughts are powerful. You have to start catching yourself. You truly do. I was listening to one of Esther Hicks' um, audio recordings on YouTube yesterday. If you've never listened to Abraham, I would suggest that you check that out on YouTube. Esther Hicks channels a group, I'm just going to say a group of beings, and they call themselves Abraham. It is fascinating. It is amazing. And I'm going to tell you how she got there. She got there by meditating. And she talks, if you can ever find, I don't know what the title of her first story is about how she started meditating, because she said it was like torture. She couldn't sit still. She didn't want to do it. So she would start out, I can't remember. It seemed like it was like a minute and then she set the timer for three minutes, and she'd move up and up and longer and longer. And, the, and af, over time, you know, meditation really is quieting the brain. It's quieting our mind so that we can just be, because that is the when we are the most open. And at one point, the meditations were long enough. I can't remember how long they were, to be honest. I don't remember the longest, but this group just came through and she has been channeling them ever since and it is fascinating and amazing but I bring this up because your words and thoughts you first of all to stay in the flow you have to start changing you have to get out of those limiting beliefs and thoughts and she said I can't remember again the title of the one yesterday I was listening to but it's about it was Abraham coming through this group and saying if you could understand the power of your thoughts, because once a thought has been out to the universe for 16 seconds, it is put in motion, put into motion. The universe starts doing that for you, whether you want it or not. The universe is just handing you back what you're putting out. That They're saying, okay, what do you want? 16 second thought. Oh, okay. Let's see, they're worried about lack and not having enough money and being sick and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's more of that. And it just, when I heard that, I said, oh, that's just so amazing. Because I teach people all the time, either in, you know, my spiritual boot camp or when I'm mentoring people one-on-one, I'll say, you know, number one, you have to catch yourself at the right when you have that limiting belief or thought. You have to. And one of the things that I teach people to do is when something happens, instead of reacting, you take a breath and you say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? And you just say it a few times because you t- it takes you right out of the judgment of anything that just happened. Isn't that interesting? And you just let that sit for a moment. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Because our ego, our human response, our egoic response is like, oh shit, or, you know, how dare you, or whatever the response is. So if we can stop and go, whoop, isn't that interesting? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? One way to start shifting your thoughts, or at least to stop them, to stop that thought from being good or bad. Again, putting labels on as we do, just stopping any thoughts or reactions. 
because that helps us stay in the flow as well when we can stop reacting. So, words like, okay, hmm. I really thought this was going to be a shorter podcast, but I guess I'm going a little longer. <laughs> Being in the flow does not include words or phrases like, that is too expensive. I can't afford that. That is not feasible right now. I am so disappointed at the price. Okay, these are things I have heard lately about some of my courses. And people have actually sent me emails about it or messages. And most of them not in a negative way. Uh, one was kind of negative. Like, I'm so disappointed. I've listened to your podcast for two years. Now, this is one of those times. I didn't say to myself, isn't that interesting? I got pissed. I'll be honest. I have, to, I have to be honest with you guys. I'm human. And it's the only way I can help you is if I, you know, teach you ways that I got out of shit myself. <laughs> so at first I was pissed off because this person said, I've listened to your podcast for two years and I love it and you've changed my life and I am so disappointed that your course is this much. And I'm like, all right, lady. Do you know how much it costs me to put this podcast out every month? I mean, it is free for you, but I pay for it. And you've been listening for two years? Like, the ego in me, the human mind says, started adding up numbers. And then I said, oh, boy. Okay. Guess what? I just got pulled into her story somehow. So I just stopped. I said, cancel, clear, delete. That's one of the best things you can ever say. If your thought gets out there and you know... Um, it's of course great if you can do it immediately before that six second, you know, time is up. I said, cancel, clear, delete. And I asked Archangel Michael, clear me of this, clear me of her. I, that is not my story. And I don't want to be a part of her story. I will not help her stay in lack. I will not help. I won't help anyone do that. I realize now over the past several years, I have helped many people do that. I've helped them stay in victimhood, in lack in poverty. I mean, some people poverty. Um, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you start manifesting the good shit, stay in the flow, get in the flow. So one thing to start doing, instead of saying things like, and this is for anything, not just my program, just anything in life that comes up and someone says, here's the price. Number, here's the thing, the hardest thing to do, but the best thing, I'm not kidding. It's just say something like, that's it. Okay, you've just taken out that, oh my God, it's so much. That's it? That's all it is? All right, angels, get on that team, get on that, whatever. Um, you know, you heard them out, so you guys all take care of that. Or like I did with Daisy and her doctor. Okay, team, I want to take this course. You take care of the money part if I'm supposed to go. I did that with uh, my first trip to Sedona, Arizona, and I wrote about it in my book. You know, there was a pilgrimage to Sedona. I was broke. I was so sick with a mystery illness at the time. Turned out to be Lyme disease. I was sick. I was going through a terrible divorce. I was in deep debt. And I said, angels, please, if I'm supposed to be on this trip, you bring me the money so somehow. And I mean, some of you have heard this story, but I'm just going to tell you real quick. Um, the trip, I will never forget, was $963. Um, two weeks, I think it was two weeks. I can't even remember now if it was two or four, but shortly after that, or two months, why am I blank on that? Anyway, um, I got a check from my car insurance company. I would get a dividend checked every year or every 
yeah, every year, I'm sorry, every, every year. And it had to do with, you know, not having accidents and good driving and no tickets. And so it generally was around a hundred dollars, but when it came, I don't know why, if it seemed like it was early, but I was kind of puzzled when it showed up because I thought, well, I already paid my bill. Why are they sending me a letter? I opened it up. There was my dividend check and it was for exactly $963. All right. Being in the flow doesn't mean that everything is rosy, beautiful, amazing. It means that you get through things with grace and ease. It means things that it means that things show up for you. It means that you believe and are open to amazing things showing up, including money, in magical ways. Being in the flow means staying out of the rules and the lists that you have. Being in the flow means I'm putting out my desires, my dreams but I'm staying present in today. And I'm noticing all of the little things that happen, all the little, if you want to call them little God winks, letting me know that you are hearing me, universe. Being in the flow means when something crazy or um, unexpected happens, that you take a breath and you don't get caught up in the reaction or reacting to it. Being in the flow means knowing that this is happening for me and not to me. Knowing that this is part of my growth, not some kind of punishment. All right, I am going to end with that. I hope I was not all over the place. I seem like I was. Uh, it's I got lots to say, I guess, on that subject. One thing I'm going to put out there real quick, just to let you know what's coming up with me. I am now shifting to doing more personal one-on-one mentoring, really helping you unlock the doors to abundance whether it's health, wealth, love, whatever it is that you are blocking. And here's another thing. I know people get pissed. I used to get pissed off when I'd watch someone say, even Oprah said it once and I was just pissed. When they say, you are the one that is blocking everything. And, and I remember one thing Oprah said, she goes, no one is coming to save you. You are the one to save you. I get it. You know, I get it now. (laughs) I was the one. And I'm not going to say it was an easy journey. It took me many years. But now I decided that that's one way that I can help you. If you want to discuss this or talk with me further about that, this is not you getting a personal reading with me and then me sending you on your way. All right. This is you and me changing your story. I will be guiding you. I will be providing the tools for you. I will be helping you. I will basically be at your beck and call. And this is not some four-week program. This is 12 months with me. Because it didn't take you four weeks to get where you are. It didn't take you four weeks to create these blocks in your life to all the good stuff. And your blocks might be from this lifetime. They may be from several past lifetimes. 
But I can tell you, I am here to tell you that abundance is waiting for you to open the doors. All right, send me an email if you ever want to chat about that. I'd love to tell you everything that you would get uh, in that 12-month period. I am only taking a handful of people per year. Just send a message to me at julia at juliatreat.com. Send me an email or give me a call. And we will set up a free call where we can talk and see if it would be a good fit. My phone number is 570-955-3594. It's time to start living the life of your dreams. It's time. All right, I love you all. Go out and shine bright, my friend. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.